Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hey everybody, we just wanted to do a quick update. For our next series, we will be covering the Great American Baking Show Holiday Edition, which premieres on ABC on December 12th. And we just want to take a second to thank our new listeners, new listeners in places such as South Carolina, Nevada, and Washington. Thanks for listening. Hi everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And we're covering the Great British Baking Show Holiday Season 2, The Great Festive Bake Off. That's a long name. Yeah. And I figured out that festive big off actually means New Year's. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. It makes sense. The last one was the great Christmas big off. I was mm-hmm. like, honestly, that's Christmas. I was like, what is festive big off? Are they going to cover like different holidays? Mm-hmm. It's New Year's. So when New Year's comes around, do they say happy festive? Um, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I guess. I'm not sure. <laughs> so I think, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought there was an increase in the baking. This is an skills. amazing set of bakers. Yes. Um, compared to the great Christmas, Christmas Bake Off, which uh, was maybe a little bit less skilled bakers, mm-hmm. these ones were all killers. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all very good. Definitely. We can just kind of go over each of the contestants. First off, we have Candice from Series 7 of Bake Off. She actually won that season. Hmm. Yeah. She's putting a lot on the line. <laughs> she, during that season, she won Star Baker three times. And she has a degree in sport, PE, and community studies. And is a PE teacher. Really? I would not have guessed that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And PE stands for physical education. Did you also notice that Noel c- kept calling her Candice? Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, is that like... Uh... Is that a cultural thing? Is that how they pronounce Candace that, over there? Your name is not negotiable. <laughs> right? Your name is your name. And Paul and Prue call her Candace. Everyone else called her Candace. Too. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what happened there. I prefer Noel's pronunciation. Candice. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we have Kate from Series Five of Bake Off. Um, she did pretty well in her season. She was out at Episode Seven, so she got uh, pretty far. She wants Star Baker once. And she works in advertising and design. Kate also started her own upholstery company, which she runs from home, and she restores furniture. Wow. So she's probably good with, like, colors and textures. Yes. And it's been three years since she's uh, been in the tent. Mm. Moving on to Steven. Steven is from Series 8 of Bake Off, and he was one of the finalists. During his season, he won Star Bigger three times and was considered the favorite up until the final. Oh, no. <laughs> and Steven is a marketer and comes from a family of strong baking women, where he is the only uh, only dude. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of shows he has a... He got uh, the skills. Yeah. He got the skills, bred in him. Finally, we have Tamal. Tamal is from Series 6 of Bake Off. He was a finalist. He won Star Baker once. And as his profession, he is a doctor. Who specializes in anesthesiology? How do you pronounce that? The, the people that put you to sleep. <clears throat> yes. Anesthesiology. Yes, that's how you say that. <laughs> anesthesiology. I don't know. Okay. Is that French? <laughs> anyway, that's Doctor Tamal. Okay. 
<laughs> so a good uh, a good spread of bakers. I think these are a good group, and they all went very far in their seasons, especially Candace, who won, and uh, Stephen, who almost won. Stephen kind of pulled his stuff. Where at the last episode he didn't do well, but up until then he was either consistently best baker or second best baker. So did he just have a bad final day? Yeah, he did. Mm. I think he talks about it at the end of this episode too. Mm. But uh, um, you can tell the talents there. He's, he's very good. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so as the episode starts off, the judges and hosts enter the tent and wish everyone a happy new year. And the first thing I noticed is that no kind of looks like Elvis. He does. His hair's a little bit shorter and he's got those chopped sideburns. Do you think this because he's like, I'm just going to do like a one-off episode. I'm just going to have this like crazy style. I feel like he just decides he wants to have a crazy style every episode. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mix between Elvis and like a goth. It's yeah. like if Elvis had a, a goth face that he went to. It is a very different look though. You're right. Yeah. It looks cool. And it brings, he has, I think his jacket kind of brings out his eyes, which are very pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Noted. Right? So for the signature bake... The bakers are tasked to bake an ice Stalin reef, which must must contain marzipan. They get three hours. So Stalin is a fruit bread of nuts, spices, and dried or candied fruit, coated with powdered sugar or marzipan, and it is a traditional German bread eaten during Christmas. Mm. I have never had a Stalin. I have not. It looked like a wreath, right? They said a wreath. Yeah, it looked like a, a fruit cake uh, wreath that was braided. Yes, or plaited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or twisted. Or twisted. We'll talk about that. So, um, right from the bat, Candace says, does anyone else feel like you've forgotten what to do? And then she immediately knocks over some jar of liquid. That's right. We had two spillages. Yeah. I think Liam in the, the last episode mm-hmm. of Christmas Takeoff, right away he knocked over something too. Yeah. And uh, it's not a great start <laughs> for these bakers. Way to shake the nerves off. Right. So Paul mentions that it is in a rich dough, the Stalin, and that proving time will be very important. And then the judges walk around and make everyone nervous. Per usual. (laughs) So Candace is going to make a festive apple Stalin, which contains marzipan crab apples. Mm -hmm. And it's laced with almond and amaretto marzipan inside. So it looks pretty cool. The the apples look especially... um, Interesting. They did. They were really cool. While the judges are visiting, they say it's brave for her to come back as a winner. She says, brave, stupid, I don't know. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. If you won a season of Bake Off, mm-hmm. would you come back for a holiday special? I think I would. Except if I was David, I would not. Okay. That's right. <laughs> because I think it was clear this time that if you win one of these one-offs, you're just getting a star baker. Yeah. I don't think you're considered a champion. That's true. And because David never won Star Baker, and that's mm-hmm. part of his legacy of winning his championship, I would not come back. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. How about you? Um, if I were a winner, I don't know. Because Candace, like, she was very strong in her season, and she came out on top. Mm-hmm. But the last thing she did in the tent was this episode. Mm. Um, no spoilers. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's an interesting quandary. But yeah, the judges remark on that. Yeah. Uh, Noah comes by and makes a joke about marzipan. Um, it's a sausage that goes inside 
A lot of innuendo with uh, Candice this episode. Yes. Or Candice. Candice. <laughs> they're very cheeky. Yeah, they're cheeky. They're, they're kind of buddies. Very. I think all of them are kind of um, like friendly with each other. I feel like she has a lot of star potential. She does. Like she, she's she, just very charismatic. Yeah, she was a a great star during her season of Bake Off, mm. and one of our one of my favorite bakers during that season and overall. During judging, the judges say that the bread and apple marzipans look great. Paul says the bread is a bit raw, which Candice says it's supposed to be stodgy, and Prue says not quite that stodgy. <laughs> <laughs> so she tried to play it off. It was a little underbaked. Yeah, you always get called out. I don't think you can play off anything in this in this show. <laughs> no. You can't say it's supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're pretty good about calling that out. Yeah, like black garlic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Kate. Kate is making a ginger and almond stalin, which contains 200 piped balls of royal icing. Mm-hmm. And the flavors will be orange and cardamom. That would look like a lot of work. Yeah, and also I think certain people have a fear of like circles. I forgot what that's called. Um, I have a little bit of it. When I see too many circles, it freaks me out. Oh, really? Yeah, and this kind of freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This will not be the one thing that you wanted to eat from yeah, this episode. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, the design looks really cool, but yeah, too many circles. So this and the new iPhone, kind of scary to me. <laughs> <laughs> she did say that it kind of resembled like tent- an octopus? Yeah, yeah, tentacles, yeah. Tentacles kind of. It kind of reminded me of tentacles with all of the little... Spheres kind of looking like suction cups, so, right? When she's talking to the judges, she says that she's making a corone shape, which is supposed to look like a crown, but it sometimes looks like an octopus. Yeah. Yeah. And she also has like uh, something around her sleeves. It's like uh, something she made herself. Mm-hmm. And she called them sleeve defenders. They look like sequins bands. Yeah. Like elastic bands with sequins on them. I think that's, that's a pretty apt description. Okay. And she made them, so I guess her... Sleeves wouldn't get in her bake. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, practical. And uh, fashionable. Fashionable, yes. <laughs> She's making a fashion statement. She's like Henry. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of jokes about tiny golden balls. Uh, during judging, the judges say that it looks amazing. Like a glittery Bollywood octopus. The marzipan and ginger are great. It's well baked. And Kate gets a handshake. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, very good. Good job, Kate. Moving on to Steven. Steven's making a very bro-y stag night Stalin. And Stanley is the name of the stag. And he's made out of fondant. Mm-hmm. He has one on his wall, right? Yeah. At home. Yeah. Seems like a cool place to hang out. Yeah. Steven's house. And Stanley's house, apparently. <laughs> there are cherries and hazelnuts and dried raspberries on the inside. Well, he's talking to the judges. They remarked that Steven has a tendency to take on a lot. Yeah, it was very intricate. Yeah, his technical skill is amazing. During judging, the judges say the bread is packed and perfectly baked. Paul gives him a handshake. Two handshakes. I know. Very good. Do you think it diminishes the quality of the handshake if someone else gets it? A little bit, unless they are both worthy of a handshake. But it's not like he just passes them out. That's true. I think they're both worthy. Yeah, he only gives them out if he feels like they're well-deserved, right? Yep. Moving on to Tamal. Tamal is making an orange and rum stalin laced with pistachio marzipan with royal icing leaves. While the judges are visiting, Tamal says that he often has dreams about being stressed at school. Probably med school. Mm. 
and that he's going to make a plat, but it only has two strands. Which Paul says, that's not a plat, that's a twist. Didn't it look like some of the others only had two also, though? Yeah. So I'm not sure why they called him out specifically. I don't know, maybe because he was like, yeah, it's a plat, I'm going to plat it. <laughs> but yeah, they did call him out specifically on that. Yeah. So during judging, the judges say that the bread is heavy, it's not quite baked, but the pistachio marzipan is a revelation. It's kind of a mixed reveal there. His leaves are also really nice. I mean, he basically piped those out individually. So all the bakers had really nice decorations. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was your favorite? I think I liked Steven's stag. Yeah. It just looked really cool. I'm going to go with Steven's stag's the most impressive, followed by uh, Candice. I like her little apple. The apples were nice, yes. Um, and then Kate, even though I don't like the little circles, <laughs> it was very impressive what she did. It was. And even though Tamal did good, I think uh, his was the least like uh, intricate. Yeah. Although his piping was very good. The piping was great. Yeah, he had, he had good piping. So the biggest all did really good with their decorations for this. Moving on to the technical challenge. The technical challenge was set by Prue, who asked the bakers to make four snow eggs crowned with a delicate spun sugar cage. They get one and a half hours. <laughs> So a snow egg is a dessert of French origin, consisting of meringue floating on top of creme and glace, which is kind of like a custard. Uh, the meringues are prepared from whipped egg whites, sugar, and vanilla extract. It needs to be poached. The creme and glaze is prepared with egg yolks, vanilla, and hot milk, briefly cooked. Uh, this is a very challenging technical. It was. There are a lot of components. Yeah. And I think that the judges, knowing this set of bakers, that there's their skill level, mm -hmm. they wanted to challenge them. They only got an hour and a half, which is uh, for something that intricate and delicate, it looked uh, pretty hard. Yeah, Pri even said that when they had to steam the meringue, she's like, no one has ever done this. Yeah. <laughs> like she knew none of them had done it before. So actually, we're talking about that a little bit. Everyone's kind of confused about this, what this challenge is. And Steven actually says... I've made them once it. before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is Steven doing at home making snow eggs? <laughs> That's what he does. So he must live in a very interesting house where he's just like looking at like snow egg recipes and just yeah. making things like that. It's very impressive. Yes. And this also looked very delicious. Oh my gosh, it did. Yeah. It looked like something you would find at like a very expensive buffet. Or just what a, buffets are you going to? <laughs> I was thinking of like a, a really high end buffet in like Vegas. Oh, okay. But I guess I could I could have just said restaurant, oh, okay. a very high end restaurant. It reminded me of the the caramel cage that's on top. Have you ever had magic shell? No. What's, oh, okay. what's magic shell? So magic shell is it comes in a plastic bottle and you put it over ice cream and you just pour it on, like drizzle it on, huh. and then once it hits the ice cream, it hardens like a oh. shell. That sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah, it is. It comes in like caramel, chocolate, fudge, and I think still peanut make butter. I think you can still get it. Hmm. I had it when I was a kid. Sounds magical. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Okay, that sounds delicious. Yeah, I might look into this. <laughs> uh, Prue's advice for this challenge is: don't be fooled. It's much harder than you think. Not very helpful advice, yeah. <laughs> other than scaring all the bakers. Do you remember when she was describing it too? She was like, it has to be steamed very sort of accurately yeah. for something like 12 minutes. 
it was kind of confusing to me because it seemed like it had to be really specific, but then she also hedged like kind of, <laughs> but yeah. accurately. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on that more toward the accurate side. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? The instructions are very limited. I think one part Tamal says it just says to make it creme anglaise. <laughs> There's no directions how to make it, but by by this time they should all know how to make that apparently. Um, so the bakers all make it, and when the judges first see the results, they kind of have a frown mm-hmm. just by looking at it. They yeah. can tell. Um, but it was very difficult. So I mean, hats off to the bakers for actually getting it to look decent. I wasn't doing the math properly because it's hard to tell. Because it's a show. Right. But did it look like most of them had it in for more than 12 minutes? I think so. Yeah, I think Tamal says he like cooked it like 40, four times. 40-something 40, 40 minutes, yeah. right? <laughs> okay, that's what I thought too. And, but the, the judges did pick up on that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so coming in fourth place is Kate. They said her caramel was too thick. It looked like modern art, which is an insult apparently. Mm. If someone says your food looks like modern art, it's not good. Hers was a little clunky. Yeah. They said the meringue was rubbery. She cooked it too long. Yeah. Um, on the same level, Tamal got third place. They said his custard was beautifully thick, but the meringue was overdone and rubbery. And it, yeah, he talked about how he cooked it like four times before, <laughs> longer than it should have. Candace got second. She had a good caramel cage, but the meringue was slightly overdone. So, so far, all the meringues are overdone. Mm-hmm. And Steven gets first. They said they had a decent cage. There was a nice crack to it. The meringue is good, but the creme and glaze is too thin. And also, when they gave him first place, they said he had the worst custard. Yeah. But, I mean, everything else was great, apparently. So, Steven wins by survival. So, after this part, Candace kind of mentioned Steven's in the lead. Steven says, I really hope I don't have a repeat of 2017 where I lose it in the final hurdle. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think he has like uh, trauma from that season. It's always rough. I mean, Bake Off is supposed to be a judge on just the last episode. And yeah, that's really what happened that season. He was the favorite. And then the last episode, he lost. So if you're in a position like Steven, you would want redemption and come back to one of these shows. You think Steph will come back for like, a holiday special? I think she would. I don't know. I mean, you she, want, would you want to do that? I would want to see her come back. Uh-huh. But what if she lost again? I know. And also, she also gets like stressed out. Yeah, that's true. But she's such a great baker. That's true. So we'll see during next season, the holiday special, who comes back from this current season at Bake Off. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of good people. I think Henry might get in there because oh. he's a fan favorite. <laughs> fan favorite Henry. And it won't be so hot wearing that tie. Yeah. So for the showstopper, the bakers were tasked to make a 3D New Year's resolution cake. All decorations must be edible. They get four and a half hours. Question for you. Okay. Aren't all cakes 3D anyway? Yeah, you're right. Like, can you make a 2D cake? No, you can't. I don't what even do know what that would look like. Maybe from all sides, it's not flat. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just didn't understand that. You're right, because like, all the bakes were just bakes. It would be harder if they challenged them to make a 1D cake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that would be. Yeah, what did they mean by 3D? Did they mean like you put on glasses and it looked like it was like... Coming out? at you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that would have been cool. 
<laughs> That's a good question. I didn't think about that a lot. Yeah. Huh. 3D. I'm going I'm to start saying everything I do is like 3D. Hey, would you like a 3D hamburger? <laughs> would, you like, would you like a 3D pie? Uh, so Candace, Candace makes a wear more lipstick cake. Um, when she's talking to the judges, she said that her resolution is that she doesn't really wear much lipstick. And she's wearing a lot of lipstick when she's saying this. Oh, definitely. And she wants to wear more lipstick. Mm. And Paul is confused and says, how could you possibly wear more lipstick? She had lip prints on her dress. Yeah. There was some foreshadowing earlier on that, foreshadowing. that we didn't know about until she came to the final. So her cake is a set of lips and a lipstick. It contains orange and raspberry sponge. It's sandwiched with rhubarb gin jam and hides a sweet surprise. And she's the only baker making two sponges. At one point, um, Noel says that he has a sofa in the shape of lips. <laughs> no surprises there. Yeah. I could see him having that. <laughs> There's also another part where she takes her sponge out of the oven and she just falls over, which is kind of funny. Uh, I find that amusing. For some <laughs> During judging, they just say that it's quite simplistic. Do you think it's simplistic? I didn't think it was simplistic. It wasn't as refined as I thought it should have been. Yeah, Paul said he wanted more curvature on the lips, which is a very specific criticism from Paul. Yeah. <laughs> It was filled with like gummy uh, chocolate or not chocolate, filled with gummy lip candy, candy. Yeah, it was weird when they opened it up and then it just kind of spilled out. Kind of caved in and there was a bunch of candy. Yes. They said the sponge was baked well, but it wasn't neat. The chocolate is too gooey. And the mint is slightly too facey. That's right. So anytime someone says your food tastes like two-faced, probably not good. I had a friend that went to a party and he made some mint brownies and a girl grabbed one and ate it in front of him and said wow this tastes like toothpaste <laughs> and i don't, oh, no. I don't think he fessed up to who made that he he's like yeah made. it does yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who made these and i don't think he's made them since <laughs> i think that happened to me once where i went to an ice cream parlor and i got like mint chocolate chip ice cream mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there was the option to put like a strawberry like syrup on it. I was like, let's do that. And it ended up tasting like Colgate. It also looked like Colgate. It tasted like Colgate? Yeah. Is there like a strawberry too. minty Colgate? I mean, the Colgate f- colors are red. And oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so never again? I don't think it's meant to be strawberry and Colgate, though. Um, I don't know what the red is supposed to be. It's Colgate. Yeah, what flavor is that? Uh, I don't know. Corn syrup or something. <laughs> <laughs> is that supposed to help keep, keep your teeth clean? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's why I stopped using Colgate. Mm. <laughs> Moving on to Kate. Kate makes a dream restaurant cake. When she's talking to the judges, she says her resolution is she would love to own a restaurant building one day. So yeah. not a restaurant, just a restaurant building. Yeah. She's going to lease it out. Got it. I don't know. <laughs> she's, she's an entrepreneur because she has her own like restoration. She does do a lot of cool things. Yeah. She also has cool hair. She does. Yeah. And cool earrings. Um, Prue mentions that yeah that's high praise coming from Prue. yeah <laughs> so her cake is a green pistachio sponge with a black currant ganache but she's very confident about this black currant ganache mm-hmm. during judging the judges say the decoration is exquisite and very fine it's beautiful 
neat layers, and the sponge is delicious. And the black currant flavor is great, as she uh, as she guessed they would like. So good job, Kate. Her building looked immaculate. Her piping was very good. Super clean. <clears throat> and it made me think, like, have I not seen a lot of, like, clean and great piping in the last season? Yeah, this was, like, another level. I think it was another level. I would definitely lease this building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Steven. Steven makes a communication cake. <clears throat> when he's talking to the judges, he says that he wants to communicate more as his New Year's resolution. He wants to be like his grandmother, who had a cup of tea and caught her uh, family members and friends on the rotary phone each night. Mm-hmm. And he also had a very detailed list um, of instructions he made for himself. It looked like a very intricate design. <laughs> there were a lot of components to this. Yeah. So it was a rotary phone with a coil. Mm-hmm. There was a cup of tea, an address book, a notepad with a pencil. And an edible doily. That doily was insane. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool looking. It looked like a real doily. It did. Although the phone coil was very impressive. The flavors were chocolate, coffee, and hazelnut sponge. Um, it also contained salted cinnamon, caramel buttercream. So he smells the salted cinnamon, caramel buttercream, and says, Hmm, makes you want to strip naked and use it like shower gel. <laughs> Candace overhears this and gives him a look. It's pretty funny. <laughs> During judging, the judges say that the creativity is amazing. It's like an illusion cake with a great sponge with amazing flavors. Paul gives him a hug. And this is the first time someone goes beyond the praise of a handshake and gets a whole hug from Paul. He got a handshake and a hug. Yeah. This app. So uh, I don't think it can get any better than that, Stephen. Has anyone ever gotten three handshakes in a day? No. No? Okay. I don't think anyone's ever gotten a handshake during a technical before. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Maybe because, like, I think if Paul were baking his own technical, he would give himself a handshake. (laughs) Because it always seems perfect when he makes it. I guess so, huh? Yeah, but... They actually never call them up either, right? Because they're sitting down on the stools. That's true. And then they're like, who did this one? Because they're supposed to be blind. Yeah, they can't just, like... I'm going to give a handshake to this person who I don't know who it is yet. <laughs> Air high five. Right. So moving on to Tamal. Tamal makes a Taylor's Dummy Cake, which is a dark chocolate brownie mix with a praline filling. When he's talking to the judges, he says he wants to make his own clothes. Paul responds with, where did that come from? <laughs> and Tamal says he can never find clothes that fit him properly because he has massive hips. Um, I... I don't. I can't find that clothes. I can't find clothes that fit me properly either. I really? Don't I, I don't think I have massive hips though. It's probably your legs are too short. Maybe. That's not big calves. I have the same problem. Sometimes I buy like skinny jeans, and then the, the calves get kind of like stuck. Mm. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> boot cut is better for you. <laughs> it's not in style these days. <laughs> it will be. Everything comes back yeah, around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Soon, hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow's uh, bake contains 16 eggs. It's a lot of eggs. That is a lot of eggs. It's like a baker's dozen plus three eggs. Or a dozen plus four eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing the math. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So during judging, they just say that it's too simplistic. The sponge is heavy and the chocolate is overpowering. 
and each more finesse. Mm-hmm. Did you think it was too simplistic? No, not in the same way that Candace's was too simplistic. I mean, they were both pretty good to me. I think that it was um, like deceptively not simplistic. Like it looks simplistic because mm-hmm. it's all like one thing. But like if you actually had to like do that and like actually make the mode of that, I think it's kind of complicated and kind of the judges maybe thought, you know, the other ones were more intricate. Yeah, it was very uniquely shaped. I think it looked good, but uh, the judges weren't too impressed with it. So after all the judging, um, we kind of get a little asides from all the bakers. Kate says, I think on comedy, va- or not Kate, Candace says, I think on comedy value, I've got it in the bag. There's <laughs> a lot of innuendos about her uh, lipstick. Steven is ecstatic that he landed the first Hollywood hug. And Tamal says, they said it smelled amazing. And the smell is 70% of taste. I've won. <laughs> so the, the bakers, you know, they got jokes. This is a very... Uh, festive. Very festive, <laughs> funny set of bakers. Yeah. They're all very charismatic. Yeah, they're... This is a good. This is a good, good group of people. So they announce the winner, and it's Steven, Unsurprisingly, because mm-hmm. Paul gave him a hug. I mean, if you if Paul gives you a hug and you don't end up winning for some reason, and that was the only hug he ever gave in Bake Off history, it would. I don't know. Wait, wait. Didn't Steph get a hug? Yeah, but that was in the <laughs> Steph got a hug. Uh yeah, I guess she got a hug. Um, <laughs> different hugs though. So. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Stephen wins. He says that felt really, really good. It's great to return to the tent and do well. So, he, did, he did a great job. He did a great job. His uh, his upbringing of growing in a family of strong women bakers <laughs> came through. <laughs> paid off. He paid off, and yeah, he had a redemption arc. Came back, and now he's a Bake Off winner or star baker. Star Baker. We're not calling it Bake Off winner? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> also, this episode, they didn't get like a uh, a party. Yeah, the family, friends and family at the end. No, they didn't. They just announced it in the tent and everybody, I'm assuming, just got in the cars and drove home. <laughs> they, they canceled that after the cheese and wine cake was served. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that cheese and wine cake. No more after I'm parties. I about that cheese and wine cake from last episode. After parties are done. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good episode. Should we move into our segment? Let's do it. What was your funniest moment? My funniest moment was during the first bake when Noel yeah. and Stephen were talking about Stanley, the, uh, stag, yeah, the stag. And, and uh, Stephen was putting together the, the mixing on the inside and he said it looked like droppings. <laughs> yeah, <is there> Stanley's <laughs> like Stanley's droppings. droppings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so mine says also no um, I, have, I have two I know it's one it is so audible mention <laughs> is during the technical and no says so the judges have asked you guys to lay eggs <laughs> 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 for the yeah for the technical challenge that was pretty funny but uh, there's also a point where he's talking to Kate and he says that his girlfriend is a spoon I knew it <laughs> <laughs> his girlfriend is a spoon yeah, that it. lives in the cutlery drawer and they spoon each other yes pretty Pretty funny stuff, no. That was great. What was your favorite bake? Uh, definitely the technical. I would want to try that. Mm. Like all of them. Yeah. It didn't even matter if it was bad. It just looked like <laughs> a really good dessert. 
Yeah. The custard looks good. The meringue, fluffy meringue, and then you get the caramel cage on top. I think I would have to go with the technical too. Um, I want to eat that. I want to go to a nice, expensive, expensive buffet, buffet <laughs> and order that. Oh, you actually don't order things at a buffet. You just go up there and grab it. And then in second place, I wanted to try uh, Steven's uh, showstopper. Um, that phone looked pretty good. <laughs> I would have been all over that doily. Yeah, the doily, <laughs> the phone, and the, the coil. So yeah, great episode. What happens if you do order something at a buffet? Like if you ask, can I have that dessert? Do they just say yes and then keep on walking? I think they just keep on walking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I can make that one day. I mean, the baker's got an hour and a half to make it. I could probably make it in like a week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you only need accurately 12 minutes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, no, that looks pretty delicious. Um, maybe we can get something going one day. Yes. Yeah, that's we have a lot of challenges. Yeah, no. we should just do a bake challenge where we pick all of our favorite things and then try to make them. Yeah, and then um, that'll make up for the fact that we're not doing nailed it France. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're not doing nailed it France, yeah. guys. <laughs> it would be a delicious challenge, or would it be? <laughs> or would it be? No handshakes or hugs. No. <laughs> Maybe hugs. Sad hugs. Maybe sad, sad hugs. hugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's our episode. Um, thanks for listening. We're going to take a mini break and then we'll come back with that American Bake Off Holiday Edition on ABC. See you then. See you guys. See you guys.